I'm Roy Sharples and welcome to the Unknown Origins podcast. Why are you listening to this podcast? Are you an industry expert looking for insights? Are you growing your career? Or are you a dear friend helping to spur your old pal on? I created the Unknown Origins podcast to have the most inspiring conversations with creative industry personalities and experts about entrepreneurship, pop culture, art, music, film and fashion. Cherry Valentine is a performance artist who grew up within a Roma gypsy community in the northeast of England, which fueled Cherry's creative instincts, curiosity for adventure and freedom for expression. Cherry has blended a lifelong passion for understanding what makes the human mind tick by combining mental health nursing with fine art and fashion. Cherry emerged from RuPaul's Drag Race UK success as an influential voice in the lesbian, gay, bisexual and transgender community by combining life experience, curiosity, comedy and satire into performance art and as a practitioner in the National Health Service. What inspired and influenced you to become a performance artist in the first place? I actually discovered drag uh, a couple of years ago when I moved to, um, it was Lancaster for University in the UK um, and I met my partner and we're still together now eight years later but it's um, it's one of those things because I was always like, I, I want to do something. I was, I felt like I was missing something. And I was always super creative as I went through school and college and university. And then I um, had always been interested in fashion. I did textiles, fine art, all this stuff. So I never really, being like a performance artist was never really something that I'd considered um, myself to be. But then um, met my partner and we went for a couple of nights out um, around Canal Street in Manchester. And if you don't know Canal Street, it's, it's very vibrant, very, it's very colourful. And um, we went for a couple of nights out and I discovered that there was drag queens on stage. And I thought being a drag queen growing up, everything I heard about drag was really through TV and the internet. And it was always depicted as something that was like a DJ or, or someone who just makes wigs or something like that. Like yeah. I didn't think that there would be a lot of people on stage doing it. So when I went to Manchester, I saw all these amazing people performing on stage in drag and some of the performances were incredible and it really opened my eyes to it. And um, I then started experimenting. I eventually went out in drag and um, one of the managers of one of the bars approached me and asked me if I wanted to start working there. And it wasn't for a couple of months in, that I actually was offered like the opportunity to go on stage. And then after I was on stage, started doing my own thing and really, really getting into performing and like creating a performance. Um, I ended up working like five, six, seven nights a week, some weeks. So like a year later, it really, it really took off very quickly. Manchester has been a bedrock for creativity, which spawned from being the birthplace of the industrial revolution's maker and, and doer ethos that's u- helped universally establish itself as a distinct creative city. Not just in music from obviously the, the from punk through to indie, then acid house and the whole Mad- Manchester scene back in the, the, the late 1980s, but in multiple artistic disciplines and domains, as well as being a tough and no nonsense place 
It's very much a place where you feel autonomous and free to express yourself. Was that whole discovery liberating? Yeah, I mean, it was, to be honest, because I'd always been doing drag for a long, long time. Um, I remember when I was very young and my mum and dad would go out the house and I would always like look through my mum's wardrobe because she used to wear some fabulous things. And I would like put heels on and strut around the house. And um, that was quite liberating in itself. But I just felt like happy. It's, yeah. it's very odd how like clothing and certain things can make you feel differently, but it did. Um, so obviously as I got older, I started experimenting more, especially with art, because I've always been interested in art in the sense that it can mean so much more than what you see on the surface of it. So I think that goes for people as well. So I just find people in art fascinating. Um, and then I obviously started doing drag in Manchester. And then when I was on stage, it was very liberating because I was doing performances. Sometimes I would do very typical performances where I'd be dancing around and um, having a good time and stuff on stage. But then I would do others that were quite political. Yeah. And I think that's, it's really interesting because drag itself is rooted in quite a political, like it's got quite a political past itself. Um, and I don't think a lot of people fully appreciate that sometimes. Um, but I think it just gets gets taken away with it, whichever way it goes. But it's I think it's very important, whatever you're doing, to understand where it came from. Um, but yeah, it's it's been incredibly liberating to be a, a drag artist. Yeah, definitely. How did growing up in a Roma gypsy community in Darlington shape your outlook? It shaped it in the sense that I, I, I still hold some of the values that I had when I was younger today. I mean, I'm, I'm still very quite a private person. Um, I very rarely talk about, well, I never used to, um, talk about my feelings and things like that, emotions, because growing up in a gypsy community, it was always put on me that as a presenting male, when I was younger, um, I, I was always told not to be, not to be very emotive and just be very closed in that sense and just get on with it. Um, so it was it was quite difficult when I started doing drag um, to really open up when I was performing. But I think the root of that was when I was going through college, I was doing um, fine art and textiles on the side of psychology. Yeah. Um, but my parents didn't really know that I was doing fine art and textiles on the side. They just thought I was doing <laughs> psychology and medicine to become a doctor. But um, yeah, it's just, um, it's one of them things. But it, that's where I really discovered um, art and what it can do and what it can mean and I did actually incorporate some of my background like coming from a gypsy community into the art that I was creating um, and it, in that itself like going back to the last question it was quite liberating in itself as well it allowed me to like discover myself a little bit more because I think it's easy someone telling you things um, but when you actually go out and try and find the answers yourself it's, it's very eye-opening. What does being a performance artist mean to you? It means absolutely everything. And I know that sounds very cliche, but I wouldn't be over-exaggerating when I say that like art has really, has really saved my life more than, more than a few times. Um, I just think that ability to be able to put what you're feeling and what you're thinking out into the world is so powerful. And we, we all have like the power to to do that and we really do i think when people say they're not artistic or they're not creative it's not the case they just don't know how to be or they don't know how to channel that energy that they do have into something um 
Exactly. I think think that just comes with time and just understanding what you like and things. But yeah, it means everything. It's it's honestly changed my life ever since I've become, I just, every year I just get more and more creative and more artistic. And I find you always adapt as an artist to whatever scenario you put into. So especially over the past year and a half, like obviously being in lockdown, I think it's, it's given a lot of people time to, to reflect on themselves and learn a lot more about themselves, which in turn has obviously like pushed their art forward as well. Creative people are ordinary people who do extraordinary things. The ability to be creative exists within everyone. It manifests itself in every domain and profession and at any age. You never lose the ability to be creative. I believe creativity increases with time because we all gain more knowledge and insight as we experience more within our lives. Life events provide us with more reference points and the knowledge gained through experiencing them, combined obviously with our own imagination and maintaining our childlike wonder throughout life. And like you say, it's about knowing how to unlock your creative potential and how to channel your passion and energy into creativity. The point you made about coming out of a pandemic as an opportunity to further create and express. And while the pandemic has affected people's lives and choices across every generation, it's compelled society to reduce division, prioritize on what matters the most and come together to navigate the way forward at a universal level. Out of adversity comes opportunity, new creative solutions that drive positive disruption and change. Where do you get your inspiration from? I honestly get my inspiration from absolutely everywhere. Um, Everywhere around me. I think everything is, everything's got so much potential to be something. like if I'm walking outside in, in the in the woods or something, taking my dog for a walk, I'll just, I'll not even be thinking creatively, but then I'll just have all these ideas. You see the sun shining through and it brings a song to mind or you see the colours and it makes me want to experiment with makeup in a certain way. I, I literally get inspiration from everything. Manifesting what is inside and around you in your everyday life and transcending the obvious, ordinary and routine into something that may have value by putting things together to do, to create something new. What is your creative process in terms of how do you come up with ideas, develop those ideas into concepts, and then bring those concepts to actualization? I find inspiration from everything. So it, it also really depends on how I'm feeling and what I'm going through in my life at the minute or what I'm seeing is happening in the world. Um, and I don't always plan. I think when I plan as a, as like a creative myself, I don't know, like, I know a lot of people don't think like this and they're like planning, but I like to just go in and see what comes out. So I have like have all these ideas and then I don't tend to draw things out or write things down or what I'm going to do. I just sit down with things like materials or, um, paper and pen and I'll I'll just sit down and I'll just see what comes out Um, and that's really my process I don't really tend to forward plan so there are like bigger projects that I do plan for 
Um, but but at the heart of it, it's just how I was feeling in the moment. Um, so to bring it to life, it's just what I'm feeling at that time and what I've got around me that I can sort of manipulate to create that. Yeah, like using your imagination and creative instinct by connecting emotionally with something that has inspired you to create within within your life and to make it relatable and understandable by providing purpose and meaning and channeling that through your art. From your experience to date, what do you believe the key skill to be a performance artist is? I just think you need to be very open. I don't think you need any specific skill in any specific area. I think you need to be open and determined and be willing to really push yourself and really explore who you are as a person and how you and how to understand fully how you can make other people feel by what you present in the world. I mean, day to day, like every day can be seen as a performance. We get up in the morning, we pick what clothes to wear, we go out to the shop, we interact with people and say hello. Part of that is is, is performing. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. it's real life, but we're just we're playing this this character and this character is us, it's our personality. But everything around us has it's got meaning to it. Like I'll look at it's just it's incredible. Like I'll look at a water bottle and I don't I don't just don't just see a water bottle, I'll see the plastic. Someone's made time to make that plastic, someone's made time to design the labels and the water's been taken from somewhere by people. Like everything's just part of a big like play almost like the world we live in is sort of do you know what i'm saying (laughs) yes that life is one continuous performing loop (laughs) you're in a time machine it's going backward (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) what year are we going to (laughs) based on what you've learned to date what are the pitfalls to avoid and the keys to success that, the, that you can share with aspiring performance artists? I wouldn't necessarily avoid anything because I think everything is part of the journey and it really does teach you a lot of invaluable lessons. Um, just the key is to have an open mind and just really take the time to understand what, you, what you're trying to do or what you're trying to say. Because it's one thing, like in, in my line of work, in drag especially, it's one thing looking a certain way. You can put on some fake hair and strap on whatever you need to to make you look a certain way. But it's it's not just about that. It's about how it makes you feel and how it will make other people feel around you as well. And I think it's just to, it's just really good to be aware of your, the impact that you can have. What's your vision for the future of performing arts? spread the message that anyone anyone can be creative anyone can can have that mindset i mean i just i love to see art everywhere i love love creative people and i love speaking with other creative people about their ideas and what they what their processes are um i'm actually quite envious of you that you get to like just talk to everyone about this but it's just, it's really interesting to see different people's perspectives. And I really, I'm looking forward to see, seeing where the world of performance art and performing really goes, because I think, especially after we've got all come out of lockdown and things start opening up again, it'll be really 
interesting to see the impact that 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 will have and the route that it will go down because I know that more people will want to go and see more shows, more people want to go and experience things that they've never experienced before. So I think it's been it's been quite beneficial in that sense. I find sometimes through life when we express our views on creativity especially and yeah. performing and how it makes us feel and think a lot of people don't take it seriously and it's not always to be taken seriously but it's just it's really important to understand that some people do see it in certain ways it's just it's just nice to talk openly and creatively i always feel like i never want to go backwards everything i do i like to do better than i've just done do you know what i mean i don't yeah. think you should be in competition with anyone but yourself um so I, I just like to i've got loads of things that i'm working on i mean i've got some music coming out soon um i'm working on a lot of visual things for that um which i've been writing that over the past year and a half um just like loads of tracks and stuff and then i'm working on documentaries just to like really talk more about mental health and creativity as well um because i am incredibly passionate about it to be honest and i didn't really get fully in touch with that until after i went on drag race yeah um which was like a big a big light for me it really did shed a light on how passionate i really feel about the arts um so i've always got lots of things coming up yeah i'm constantly working on other stuff and i really feel it's um it's quite limiting sometimes to just stick in a specific lane. So I've always said to myself, wherever I get and whatever I do, I just want to try everything and see and see what I like and see what I enjoy and get the most out of it. Everything you need is already inside of you. The key is to know how to unlock and channel your energy into doing what you are passionate about in your pursuit of excellence and self-actualization by committing to being your best every single day by performing to the maximum of your ability and seeing challenges as opportunities to continuously learn and grow. You have been listening to the Unknown Origins podcast. Please follow, subscribe, rate and review us. For more information, go to unknownorigins.com. Thank you for listening.